special teams coordinator, defensive tackle coach. That's uh, Coach Gazer, Nick Gazer with us. And, Nick, I think the one thing I can say about NDSU football, and it's been for a while, walk-on players have found a way not just to be walk-on role players, but starters or all-conference players, guys who have uh, eventually went to the NFL or maybe had a chance in the National Football League. So first thing before we talk about any specific player, what is it about this program that develops walk-on players to be part of the program but also excel in this program? Yeah, there's no doubt it's been a huge part of our, our uh, recruiting process and our football team. I mean, uh, from the Joe Hags to the Shats to the Aaron Steidels to Matt Beaglers, I mean, there's a list of guys that go on and on and on, and I think we recognize the importance of, the, of those guys. We recruit those kids really hard. Uh, I know recruiting through, uh, recruiting a few of those guys, uh, we recruit those kids as hard as any scholarship uh, athletes that we have because we understand the importance that those kids have, the value, the depth. Uh, you got to have players like that uh, for your program to move forward. And one thing noticing and talking to Cody Malk, he switched positions two times already. Now he found himself on the offensive line. So how do you get one of these guys who could possibly be a tight end or defensive tackle or a D tackle to a center? How do you find the right fit for them to excel? You know, a lot of those kids we recruit as athletes. You know, we, we, we find big players or not, not even big players, but we find good football players that are versatile, can do a lot of different things. Uh, and we try to bring them into our program. And then we let Coach Kramer work with them for a couple of years. And then we kind of figure out where what would fit them best. You know, I mean, Again, all those guys we mentioned, uh, you know, maybe came in at some different positions. Shoot, Brian Schatz, you know, we thought he might be a fullback initially coming in here and and developed, got bigger, got stronger, and uh, next thing you know, he's a heck of a three technique for us. So we just kind of recruit those kids, a lot of them as athletes, and then once we get them here, we, we, we figure out what would be their best fit. It's different for every player, too, but a guy like Trey Ford from Fargo, Shanley, it seems like special teams he's really been able to develop on and found himself on the two deep a little bit. So how can a guy like Trey Ford maybe set an example for the upcoming incoming walk-on class to say hey you might have to bide your time but if you find a role you can achieve your role you know it, it, i think it's that way for a lot of positions on our team you know it, it's the the chris boards the nick DeLucas. you know some of the best players that we've ever had here have had this you know have had the opportunity to play special teams early on and, and found their impact on special teams and trey's no different you know had the opportunity to come out there and and make some big plays for us on special teams his value is is humongous for our football team um so again just being able to get on special teams and, and, and bringing great value has is, is really been an important part for us you mentioned one of the players i was going to ask you about again coach gazer with us is uh, matt beagler you know moving from tight end you know to defensive yep. tackle so what has he been able to bring to the 2019 team but also how have you seen his game continue to grow year and you're out yeah to, to come in here as a young player and play a lot as a as a defensive tackle doesn't happen very often especially as a walk-on kid but you know again same thing bees came in here kind of as an athlete we didn't know necessarily where he would go right away we put him at tight end uh and he continued to get bigger faster stronger and the next thing you know we put him at, at, at three technique and i would argue he's had as good a year as anybody up front for us right now he's really playing at a high level he's competing hard he's working his tail off and, and he's been an impact player for us so i give him a lot of credit because uh you know again coming in here as a walk-on is not an easy thing but those kids come in with a chip on their shoulder know they gotta uh outwork the next guy and, and next thing you know they're they're big time players for us is there a, is there a uh, secret formula uh, to success about walk-ons because i mean I, I i understand that some maybe develop because an injury happens so they get the next shot and boom they just take their job others develop and just learn and kind of bide their time before they kind of mature into their body is there a secret formula because it seems like year in and year out we're talking about two three four maybe five walk 
walk-ons playing a vital role on offense, defense, and special teams? I, I don't know if I can say there's a secret formula. I think every kid is a little bit different. You know, some kids need to get stronger. Some kids need to be bigger. Um, I, I think the one thing, and I kind of hit on it a little bit a second ago, I think those walk-ons come in with a chip on their shoulder. They, they, they come in here with, man, I'm a walk-on. I got I to gotta work my tail off harder than the next guy. I got to compete extremely hard. And when you come in with a chip on your shoulder like that, um, I, I think the sky's the limit a lot of times for those guys. So uh, I give them a ton of credit that they, they, they've worked their tails off and no matter who they are, and they've been a vital part of our football team. I know, Nick, you were talking about earlier, you know, finding the right players that find the mix for those walk-ins and how they can help out and you recruit them as athletes. And some of them have been from Fargo Shanley with Trey Fort and Jake Hava, obviously Cody Malk from Hankinson. What has it have been about maybe the rural though part of the state, not so much Fargo, but the Hankinsons, the Belfors, the Carlos sure. Minnesotas. Sure. I'm not even sure if I'm saying sure. Carlos, right? If yeah, you right, talk to right. Aaron Startle, right. uh, what is it about those rural area kids that you develop as walk-on players that all of a sudden by the time they're juniors or seniors, a lot of people know who their names are because they played a lot of reps in this program. You know, I, I think the probably the biggest thing, the overlying theme is just kids that come from a tough, hard-nosed, rural brat background where they probably maybe some have been farm kids, have had to do things around the house. Uh, you know, just kids that have a toughness about them that, that just obviously we love in our football program. You know, I, I, so I think that's kind of the thing that we see out of those guys and maybe they don't get all the attention, maybe they don't get all the stars, maybe they don't get all the accolades that some of the other kids or the big city kids have, but uh, if we work hard enough and, and do our, 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 our best recruiting, uh, we're going to find some diamonds in the rough, and, and we certainly have. I know people have called this maybe quarterback you with Carson, Easton, Brock, and now Trey, but is this walk on you? I mean, because of oh, how many guys geez. have been able to do that? Man, I'd like to think so. I'd like to think so. I, you know, I think us as coaches, we couldn't be more proud of, of, of the kids and what they've achieved from those walk-on statuses. I, we get as happy about those guys and seeing the success stories, and I know Coach Enns has more fun rewarding a walk-on kid with a scholarship than, than anything else. It's one of the, the great uh, uh, perks of our job, you know, but uh, we certainly hope we can continue that tradition. It's not easy. you got to find the right type of kids, but uh, we hope if we continue to work at it and we do a good job with our camps, we're going to continue to find some of those diamonds in the rough. Last thing for you, Coach Gazer, and the same thing for recruiting. Every year kind of changes a little bit for how many scholarship players you have or walk-ons. Is there a certain number of walk-ons that you kind of are roughly looking for? Is it five to ten per year, maybe a couple on offense, a couple on defense? What is the amount that you're looking for walk-ons every year? You know, again, just like scholarship kids, it's it's uh, it's different every year. It, it depends on how many seniors you have, if you lose some kids. Uh, you know, you certainly want to have your roster full when you start fall camp or spring ball or whatever it is. got to have bodies. got to have uh, guys that you can put out there, but we all know how hard we double wrap and, and things like that. You got to have bodies. So it's 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 an ongoing process figuring out how many you want to bring in, how many you need, all that kind of stuff. Just like scholarship kids. So, but there's no doubt every year we'd love to get ten to ten to fifteen walk-on kids that bring great value to our team. Coach Gazer, thanks so much for your time and keep developing the next Brian Schatzes and the Aaron Settles of the world. <laughs> we'll do our best. <laughs> Appreciate it. Well, nose guard from uh, sophomore from Castlewood, South Dakota. That's Costner Ching and Costner. We're we're talking about walk-ons here, and, and it's kind of been a vital part of North Dakota State. And I'm going to call it walk on you, just because there's so many there's so many success stories about walk-on players either going on to the next level or being all conference or being a starter. So when it came to pen to paper, when you had to finally put you know your, your name down, saying that you're going to commit to you know North Dakota State as a preferred walk on just take us through that day take us through that mindset of what stood out about ndsu at that time when you said you know what i want to be a walk-on in fargo yeah well it starts with like the whole recruiting process to start with you know coach roll was the guy that kind of recruited me here and um you know my father being from south dakota state i grew up and 15 minutes away from brookings i grew up a jackrabbit fan i hate to say it but uh <laughs> um 
Yeah, it started with Coach Roll, and he contacted me, and he's like, yeah, you want to come up for, uh, you know, spring and just to check this place out? And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. Great great program, great tradition. I figured I'd expand out and see. And, um, man, I tell you, when Coach Roll came out those Fargo Dome doors for the first time, I kind of got this feeling that this place might be something special because he was fired up and the coaching staff was awesome. And um, I just I, I loved it here. And, um, you know, SCSU really didn't recruit me very hard because I thought home town kid was going to go there and um and up here just felt like a home you know and I love the guys up here and like you said walk on university you, you hear all these stories Aaron Steidel and those guys that um have come, come on walk-ons and these guys have given a shot and that's all I wanted was a shot because I played nine-man football and I never figured I'd uh, get you know a division one scholarship or a walk-on opportunity and I took that and ran with it and um position change wise you know and I, I had to change my position and I was okay with that because you know they gave me a shot to come here and whatever they said suggested <laughs> to me to, to do I was gonna do so um no it's uh I'm just glad they gave me an opportunity to come here and play and um I've made the most of it as far as now so you mentioned about the previous people who've had chances I mean I think everyone kind of goes to Joe Haig right the story of a walk-on to an NFL football player was it stories like that that kind of made you go hey if I'm a walk-on here if I do my job well, I know I'm going to get a shot somewhere along the lines during your four or five years here on campus. Oh, no, absolutely. It showed that they should, they use them. You know, they, they don't just bring in walk-ons for scout team players. They're going to develop you, and if you, ha- if you have the potential, they're going to use you. So that, that was just one thing that showed me that if you come on a, as a walk-on, you're going to be able to play. So that's another reason why I came up here, yeah. Is, it, awesome. uh, is it bittersweet to tell your family uh, when it comes to Jackrabbit Week about how the, the, they know the story? I'm sure, but is it is it bittersweet anyone for any of your family, or they're like, you know what? I guess I can wear some green and gold down there. I got I got a lot of my family wearing green and gold. I got um, actually my brother lives down in Sioux Falls, and he's a pre med student, and uh, he's doing clinicals down there, and he'll actually go to a Bison bar to watch the game <laughs> with uh, this uh, Bison crew. So I got a lot of them um, switching over to the old green and gold. You know, Dad has uh, his buddies, you know, that give him a lot of crap, but they're they're all very supportive of me and I appreciate the heck out of that for him. So. Can we talk about what nine-man football did? Because I'm assuming you probably played two ways, maybe three ways of special teams. Yep. What, what did nine-man football do for you once you got to a, a spot like this where maybe you could focus on one particular you know, position in the game? Because nine-man, you were playing three different ways, I'm yeah. guessing. So how did going from that to now just focusing on your current position help you out? Well, it helped in the sense that you know I knew offense and defense. I knew uh, like offensive plays and defense plays now coming from a nine-man school. Well, there's a lot of different di- plays going on. There's different blitzes, and that that was a whole new world to me. But um, you know, it showed that I could play both sides and whatever they needed me to do. And then um, staying on the field, being gassed, uh, I was I was n- never off the field. I was always on the field, running around, uh, trying to make plays. And um, it it just showed that I could play both ways, and I could stay on the field and have some good stamina, I guess. So. Kastner Ching with us here, and you know, we always hear about the chip on your shoulder, so to speak, as a walk-on player. Is that true, or is that just overmade because, obviously, you didn't get a, a scholarship. You got a walk-on, which means that you maybe have to work for a scholarship, or you're paying your own way in certain instances. Is that true, that there is a chip on their shoulder, or is that just something that people like to say about guys that are developing as walk-on players? Oh, man, I'd, I'd say there's a little chip on your shoulder. You know, um, 
you go, everybody's treated the same here in the sense that scholarship versus walk-on, and they're all treated the same. They're all given the same opportunities. But when you beat out a scholarship guy and you're like, that guy's getting paid, and I'm not, I mean, it's a, it's a little chip on your shoulder in the sense that motivation, you know, I'm going to get that scholarship. I'm, I'm going to, um, you know, get, get paid to play. And uh, that, that was just one of the, like, motivation to keep going and to keep proving people wrong in the sense that. You got, you're going to earn a scholarship. So, How sweet was it your first time when you saw yourself on a two deep to say, hey, you know what, I might have a shot. And on top of that, how much they rotate guys in the defensive line where there's six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys that can play. Did it kind of go, okay, walking on here, kind of cemented it the first time that you got to put the pads on and go, hey, I'm going to yeah. you know, actually play in a f- college football game up here? Yeah, um, it was kind of funny is that the first college football game I played in as a defensive tackle was on a baseball field, and my high school was on a baseball field. <laughs> so that was kind of cool in the sense that, like, I went from a baseball field to a baseball field still playing football, but it felt good. Um, you know, you put in a lot of work and to get to this point and to finally start, you know, playing and being with those guys and having those guys trust you because that's a big part of that is having the other guys trust you to do your job, you know, and it, it – first time I saw my name in the two depth I'm like well this is the real deal I'm not I'm not a scout team player anymore I'm gonna actually be making plays on Saturday and that was just a a good feeling in the sense that a walk-on player and um, I'm showing what I can do and they're believing in me and other guys believe in me to do my job. Last thing for you Costner is if you if you had to talk to a guy that was a walk-on player at any level of college football what and they're thinking about maybe going to be a walk-on right now whether a junior and senior in high school what would you tell them about the process and what does it mean to be a walk-on player and do you kind of feel proud that you are a walk-on player that came through the system and now is you know starting to be in that too deep and kind of get your name and play out there yeah absolutely I feel proud you know um you you were doubted and um some people still are doubted and you have to prove that you can earn that scholarship and uh you have to prove to everyone that you you can play football and um when you when you get to that point it feels it feels good but you can always you know keep getting better keep um expanding your knowledge and people coming in i'd say do it you know um you're gonna meet a lot of good buddies you're gonna have the time of your life and stuff like that in college football and um, I I just say it's it's worth it's worth the wait it's worth the work. You know, I haven't gotten a scholarship yet, but um, I'm I'm excited just just to work for something and um, that's what kind of people don't want to do nowadays is work for something and um, growing up on a family farm myself having two older brothers I had the crappy job you know <laughs> my two older brothers drove the tractors and I was fixing stuff in the back and um, you know and I, I grew up doing the crappy jobs and um, stuff like that so I, I was used to it and I, I go for it you know it's it's an experience and you'll be you'll be proud of yourself when you're in that scholarship and I hope by the end of the year I have one so we'll see my last thing for you because you mentioned something that coach gazer brought up on and there's been so many rural minnesota north dakota south dakota kids who came on and played on the line and seems like a number of them have been walk-on players who have developed into a starter and got a scholarship player is that something that is true working up on the farm having the crappy job with your two older brothers does it just kind of feel like hey this is just another saturday another monday another sunday in my life even though i'm doing this now against guys who are 300 pounds and they're going against me every day in practice yeah no it's just uh the the sense of work you know you you're gonna you have to put in the time to get that um reward and you have to um sometimes do the crappy jobs and for me it was doing the crappy (laughs) jobs and um 
that was just something that was instilled in me is, you know, a work ethic, working hard. And I hate talking about myself, but working hard and, you know, never giving up, never quitting on something. And that was just something the farm helped me with in the sense that, you know, don't quit, keep going and earn your spot on this team. And that's what I believe I've done so far. And I will continue to do. Costner, thanks so much for your time. We look forward to seeing that number out there more on the two deep. And I'm sure there's a lot of folks on the Brookings area, well, Castlewood area, that may be cheering for you a little bit more in the green and gold. Absolutely. Thank you.